got some stuff to get into. So, the day is a good day. Was a good day. <laughs> Still is a good day. This the first show that we have a guest appearing on the show. So I want to introduce this brother. Very versatile brother. Very knowledgeable brother. A brother with, with some, some wisdom. You know, wisdom, wisdom. <laughs> the old school wisdom. I'm talking about wisdom, your uncle that used to sit under the shade tree. If you're from Georgia, you know exactly what I mean. Your uncle under the pecan tree playing checkers on a big old homemade checkerboard with a bottle cap. That kind of wisdom. So what I want to do, I want to let y'all feel this, brother. He said, you want the truth, he gon' give you the truth. It's my guy. It's my brother. It's my guy. My brother. Mo Alias. Shit, what's, what's up, man? G? What's up? How y'all fellas doing, man? You know what I'm saying? I'm loving what y'all doing, man. What's going on, I can't boy? call it, man. You know, just trying to live, you know what I'm saying? Trying to learn. What's up, man? That's what life about, you know what I mean? So, you know, once your eyes open. You know, once your eyes open, man, you can't not see no more, man, unless it's taken away, so I'm just here to, you know, share a little bit what I got, you know what I mean, and listen to y'all fellas, you know what I mean, that's what I love, positive vibes, man. Again, so, I appreciate it, appreciate it. We're going to dive into a topic, and Mo A going to just come in and flow with us as we get into the thing. So um, we ain't going to shy from it. We ain't going to be shamed. We're going to go ahead and do it like we've been doing it. We're going to come in with a topic, and he's going to flow in with it. That cool? All right, that all cool? Right. Oh, yo, oh, yo. So I'm ready. today, the topic flow like this. All right, man. As black men, as black brothers, as black fathers, uncles, yo, man. Life ain't always easy, man. We do more celebrating than we should, be honest with you. What I mean by that is, from the day-to-day basis, from the day-to-day, we go through a lot of obstacles. We go through a lot of things that could easily set us back. 
we go through struggles. So today, I want all four of us brothers to just shine in on some of these issues, some of these struggles, some of the obstacles that we face from day to day. You know what I'm saying? It could be any degree of things. Film, y'all know what I'm talking about? Oh yeah, oh yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah I, I started off because I already know. I already know the first thing that jump on everybody's mind. If it ain't in your mind, it's on your hip. If it ain't on your hip, it's on your back pocket. I'll tell you exactly what it is. It's that M-O-N-E-Y. <laughs> Ooh. It's oh, that yeah. M-O-N-E-Y. The oh, first yeah. obstacle, probably the biggest obstacle we all face is trying to budget that money. You know what I'm saying? Some, some of us say if we had a little bit more money, things would be a little bit more easier. But I have found that to be untrue. Uh, money don't solve all our issues. So anybody else got anything else? Let's jump in there. All right. Money, money, money. money. It don't matter, man. Jump in there. Yeah, jump on, jump I'll on touch in on there. Jump on, on in there. All right, well, you know, my perception, money, you know, um, to me, I feel like it's overrated. You know what I mean? You know, I feel like um, the things that, uh, that we really need in life is really knowledge, wisdom. But when you have those things, then, you know, gaining access to things, you know what I'm saying, become more easier to obtain. Like, for instance, you know, uh, you know, we love money. You know, a lot of people love money, and they'll do anything for it. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, um, and when a, when a person would do anything for that money, you know, it ain't no limits on what it is they'll do. So, uh, and, you know, people sell out their brothers for it, you know, all of these things. And they don't realize the simplicity that, okay, if you, um, let's say, you need money to, to buy a car, right? Yeah. Okay, so... Now, of course, and they're going to charge you. They're going to tax you. So we're going to pay a lot of money for the same thing when nine times out of ten that we are, we ourselves are building in the first place. You know, impartial. You know, you might have one man here working on this part of, of the car, another man right here working on the engine, another right. man here. But see, if we had the knowledge first, like the knowledge of how to build that whole car, would we really still need as much of that money? You know what I'm saying? Because now we got the knowledge to build it. So now we're building it ourselves. So, shoot, we, the money become obsolete because we, we have the assets. I, I get So I feel like, you know, the whole goal. I get what you're saying. Oh, yeah. just, I see what you're trying to touch on. That money, though, sometimes it money is kind of the thing that gives you a joy having things. Sometimes having things doesn't always create the best you, though. Like, um, I can give you a lot of examples. <laughs> um, if you got a million dollars and the first thing you want to go do is buy three-quarter million dollar house, that don't make sense. If all you got is a million, why would you spend three-quarters of it to buy a house? But sometimes mm -hmm. what we see by not having, we'll start thinking that is what's going to 
sustain us or fulfill us or they're gonna gonna put a smile on our face that's the thing that's gonna make us happy but it ain't always so um like mo was just saying if you put knowledge with that money you probably ain't gonna go and just spend all of it on the house that that, that kind of what you were saying on uh, right. uh, moise true hey true 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 yeah. True. You know, you you know, you know what I'm saying? You get the money, if you got the money without without no knowledge of how to use it or how to um you know, you know, rather than buying a bunch of liabilities, you start getting assets, then you can make that Man. money, you know, flip and then also you can take that and then you can help others to sustain and to all reach a certain level. You know what I'm saying? Therefore, you know, you know, people like they become very stingy when it comes to it. You know, the rich, they they wanna boast about how much they have. You got three, four cars and all this foolishness. But then you see we see oftentimes how they fall, they end up bankrupt. Done. Over but, with. You but where, I mean? why why it, where do that come from though? Why is that so in our in our well, in our people? Let's see what give us an example where you where you see that at. I mean, fan anybody, not just um, Moe. Yeah. Give an example. Um, well, you know, we, 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 I think we all in agreement that, you know, the money or the love of it is directly connected to actually pleasing others. Um, the reason we don't put knowledge with the money is because we're more directed by our feelings or what others feel about us rather than um, what is we knowing in our minds and in our own hearts what is best for us. Um, so we letting other people dictate, and that's big in our culture, which you know I think all of our shows kind of hit on, especially in our own language. You know, um, me telling you that I'm keeping it 100% has nothing to do with you making that determination. I'm basically trying to manipulate you into thinking that I'm keeping it 100% without me having no action to it. Um, so it's big in our community, man, um, in our culture. Um, but, you know, I think that the love of money, um, you know, is misdirected because of where focus on, you know, pleasing or how others feel about us from the outside. So money is kind of like eye candy. Like we we spend money to look like we got yeah. it. We want to look like we got well, that money. Let's that would, let let take let take it at this. Let us take it at this. Let's ask the question: What is money? Where did it come from? Why it was developed? You know, let's just say you know you do boy have oranges. I have apples. Uh -huh. Way back in the days, you know, we actually traded apples for you know oranges, right? Yeah. We all good. Long as I want your oranges now. We got Mo Alias. He has bananas. Okay, I don't want your apples no more. I want to taste his, his bananas. So I go trade with him. But he may not want my oranges. He may want your apples. Now we got a big problem because we don't have a use or a need for what each other have. So you have, you know, so what you have is money, which actually relates to being a middleman or per se. To actually have a sort of like a trust fund, and I don't want to get it, it gets real deep, but sort of like a trust that basically, if I give you this money, 
more alias and you give me your bananas, then with that money, you'll be able to go to Doughboy, Doughboy and be able to get the apples that you want when you want them or return it to me as a trust, you know, and that's that's in a simple fact. Now y'all see why he is the G money. Hey, hey, straight facts what he just spoke. Straight, straight facts. But here's where the problem comes in at. The problem comes in at is when we take the the trust out of it. You know, you have people with the love of money who are out here robbing for it, or they that what it is is they're getting it quick. Um, whenever you're getting it quick, it means you're getting it without let with less effort. That means that you really shortcutting or cheating somebody out of it in order to get it. Um and I think that's where people go wrong with it, man. Um but you know, it's 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 a shame that we go off that route. Everything Moelia said, man, is really true in the fact, man, you know, we just don't put enough knowledge or thought behind this this vehicle. But it's 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 a it's a good thing if you basically you know like I don't said you know it said the love of money exactly yeah it's, yeah it's nothing wrong with, so, you know it's the love of money so but hold on hold on hold yeah. on right there. um the the breach in the money train goes goes a long a long ways back okay um we. <clears throat> Like y'all was talking about, they we, we we manipulate people. We we go buy certain things so people can so we can make people feel like or think that we're living a certain way that we're not living. Yeah. If we can if we if we can if we can go back if we can go back to where we should have been taught about money, and that that's that's all cultures. That everybody's messing up with money right, right now. So not not just the black community, but it's every community. So we can go back to how we should have been taught to value your first dollar. If we if we're taught the value of a dollar and how much the value of that one dollar can how far it can carry you right. and not get caught up in this world of glamour and materials and, it. And, and and all that type bling, of bling. stuff because you know, whatever you want to call it, but see that the the problem is we allow that to drive our mind instead of the value of the dollar driving our mind. Got you. And to to build and to build us and to build our homes and our family and our households to put us in a place, you know, to 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 obtain certain things that we want and not to obtain those things because we want people to think that we live in some type of life or we got some type of money that we don't have. So I think the breach goes back to, you know, growing up and not being taught, you know, that your first lesson of the value of a dollar and why you should, when you make a dollar, why you should save, you know, 5% of it or 10, whatever, you know, whatever, you know, you can be taught to save so that you can, you know, feel more more content about your own earnings and your own belongings and not living, you know, a, a manipulating lifestyle. You may try to manipulate, you know, your neighbors or the Joneses or whatever you want to call them, man. So it is it's it's a breach way back 
on the train tracks, man, that we need to go back and and you know and and put together, man, and and roll back over that track again. So that's that's what we're I, in right now. The reason why I said money is for this reason. I say that it's an obstacle, not that it stop us from succeeding. It's an obstacle because we don't make the best use of what we have, not what we can't get. We don't make the best use of what we got in our pocket, on our hip. And that's because we don't know the value of it. Thank you. Once you know the value you. of that something, word. You, you, you'll use it or you'll preserve it right. to be used when it needs to so be used. That, that right. word value is the main word that goes with money because it's when we have money, we look at it in a certain sense of what we value it at. Um, I know when I was younger, having money in my pocket was valuable to me. Having something on my hip, me going and be able to pull out a wad of money, buy what I want, that, that said something to me. But it was a mis <laughs> misconception. So now that I'm older, I don't even like to carry cash on me just because when it's in my pocket, I know I'm gonna burn it. So, but at the same time, it's like, when you look at the money that you make a year, you don't look at that money as that's how much you made a year. You like, I made that much a whole year? Like, you know what I'm saying? But if you had that money all at one time, the value of that money would have more significance of your goals than what you make from week to week or bi-weekly or monthly or whatever that makes sense yeah 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 so yeah, yeah, it makes sense is where, where we use our money at the way we value it can be an obstacle i think it is one of the obstacles that we trip up on day-to-day -day basis um i mean we'll trip about if you're not a coffee drinker you go to Starbucks and you look at the co the, the cost of it, the coffee, you're going to be like, man, I ain't spending that much on um, coffee. But if you are a, a coffee drinker with that acquired taste, you like, that ain't nothing to spend on a cup of coffee. Because I have value in coffee. Because I have value coffee. in coffee. They have value in coffee. And I think that's where it's getting to basically that it has nothing to do with the money at all, but what each individual actually values. Um, it's just a shame when we value what other people's want and what, uh, what we think other people's want rather than what we want. Um, exactly. One interesting thought that just came to me is this, man. You know, I mean, in the, in the subject of money, I mean, you know, if I wanted your money, what is the number one thing? The two routes I can get to your money. It, number one, I can try to do something real quick that that uh, violate you and even myself without knowing to get that money off of you. Or number two, which hey. is the the way that it was actually built on is actually what do you value? What service? What product can I give to you that you will value that you'll be able or comfortable to come off of that money? and put it into my pockets. Um, a lot of people look at that and seem like it's cheating, but at the end of the day, that individual whom money was given to me from, that individual is happy. That individual feels like they got a value. deal or they got great value. service. They got 
value exactly um so i i totally agree with you man you hit the nail on the head it's it totally tied to value matter of fact if you know a little bit about stocks or anything when the value of something goes down that's what causes the rise and the, the, the falls of the surfaces so uh, there's some thunder there's for some you thunder for you <laughs> all right what's the next one number one money write that down What's the next one? Somebody give me something that trip us up as men. I know y'all got something, because I got another one if you ain't. Call it out, guys. Oh, man. Oh, make me do it all. Call it out. So many. Call it. it Call it so out. Many. Number two, I'm going to say the desire and the appetite for booty. I'm gonna say that this, I'm gonna say it again. Uh, well, well. It's an obstacle that trips us up. The desire for well, I'm I'm I'm, I'm gonna be more formal. I'm gonna be uh, more formal. I'm gonna say the desire for a woman, <laughs> a woman. Oh, you, you can go from there. Go ahead, Mo Alias. Well, well, the desire for a woman, man. You know. These days, you know, oftentimes, you know, you know, we choose a woman over their beauty and their booty over their intellect. <laughs> and, for, and so we, we don't stumble already because we don't got, we don't got, you know, how would you say it? Sometimes Jezebel or what have you. We don't got, you know, you know, manipulated by the eyes and by the thighs. Until we don't realize that in her mind, that in her mind, you know what I'm saying, is it, the mind of, of of a child or a mind of a um, you know, a woman with no type of uh, no type of understanding about what it is to even be a woman. So yeah, <laughs> from, yeah. the, from the jump, we don't already made a mistake, you know. So I think that yeah. lust, like like a lot of times, we don't mistaken lust for for love. You know what I mean? So yeah, you know, re what, what you just said about us choosing the beauty and beauty instead of choosing the intellect. Get get into that. I like how you said that. That's where I was going with it. Yeah. Yeah, you know, um, it just it what it, you know, I mean, cause I know even myself, you know, as I was coming up, you know, you look at TV, you see the woman, you know what I'm saying, you know, half dressed, you yes, know sir. what I'm saying? We from hey, from hey, from a young age, you know what I'm saying. We we talk the you know what I'm saying the lust after women, you know what I'm saying. Yes, sir. And then you know, and then also you know the woman talk that okay, shoot, this this what the men like to yep. see. So this is what I'm yep. gonna give them. So you know, wow. so they so they come out and they gonna dress them and they gonna portray themselves in the way that they know gonna draw us in. And you know, so already they they learn us with lust and we we chase them for lust. But then after time, everybody know once you've been with somebody over time, you end up might fall in love. You know what I'm saying? With with the person. And but hey, in all reality, if it begin off list, many times it fall it, off. It'll end off list. It gonna fall off off a list, you know what I'm saying? Whether you know what I'm saying, somebody one on them list after someone else or whatever. Yeah, yeah. You know, so you know what I'm saying? That's my you know what I'm saying, you know, that's a big stumbling block for us. Yeah. You know what I mean? I mean, I I feel that sure. man. Um, I say this: when you like somebody because of their intellect, more than likely, that'll be the thing that 
will keep you interested in them because they're going to grow and their intellect going to grow. And if that's something that you like in them, you're going to like that part. Now, on the other hand, like he was saying, that lust, you know, that Peebo lust, that feel the fire lust, can you feel the fire? Sometimes that fire turn into a small flame. And then that small flame just get blowed out. <laughs> you know, just just blow out. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But when it's that intellect, man, that intellect will keep you there. That, that if you when you like that the, the woman that's really inside that that person. That that person that's inside the woman, then that kind of keep you there. All right, man. Come on now. Y'all gotta come with it now. I got two to y'all zero. Come on. Two to zero, <laughs> man. What what caused a brother to stumble? Come on now. I got to say, shoot, the system as a whole. The system. As a whole, like, how no, no, to put it. I say the way that we perceive, you know what I'm saying, the whole way that we perceive, you know what I'm saying, the way that we should operate as a, as, as a people. I think that, it, that in itself, is, is where we stumble at. You got to break that down. If anybody want to touch them. I, like, for instance, like, you know, we are taught a way in which we should live or we should conduct ourselves, you know, but, um, and we, but even as we live, we find that these ways, many of these ways that we were taught, you know what I'm saying, haven't been beneficial for us, you know what I'm right. saying, as a, as a right. people, I, I, you know, um, society. Yeah, pretty much society, you know. Um, uh, like I mean, if anybody wanna, you know, jump on the, uh, you know, I, I can give an example. Like, um, my uncle, I had an uncle that told me one time when I asked him something. He say, um, he say, if you don't know where you been, you know what I'm saying, you don't know where you're going. You know what I'm saying? And I, I feel like, like a lot, oftentimes we we find ourselves making the same mistakes over and over and over that we've been doing, you know, um, from that for a while. Kind of you know passed down. Yeah, like passed down. Same errors. Yeah. I, you know I, what I mean? I feel um, that, man. And some of that, that we, what we're talking about, kind of touch on that. Um, when you're talking about money, I think our perception of money um, comes from that, too. The way we look at women, I think that comes from that too. I remember when I was um, a teenager, I remember my uncle, you know, like boosting me up. Boy, you ain't got none yet, boy. Hey, boy, where your girl at, boy? Yeah. You know, encouraging you. And you know, as a, a you know a, a young boy, your hormones are already raging. So what you trying to get? You know what I'm saying? You trying to get to it. And then, you know, that's... I, I I agree with you that on that, and you were saying like the system, um, with society, and where we from growing up being black, um, you know, a lot of time we hear that's all that's already a strike against us, um, and how we become a father. Well, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Yeah. Well, you know, and that goes to the systematic obstacle. It's it's an obstacle. An obstacle is only an obstacle unless you identify that as an obstacle. Um, that's one big thing that you know. Um, that is 
totally found in our culture to where basically uh uh we we kind of accepting of it you know um kind of going with the flow not thinking for ourselves and not moving on um you know so you know being a systematic obstacle i exactly and it's it's so many ways you can touch on that you know from you know the uh projects we or the hood you know we, we've been brought up in for the most part not all of us but for the most part um but not even being you know uh you know like you were saying the uncle you kind of boosting you you know asking you have you hit that yeah you know you got your son right, you know right, this right. and that but also to the negative part that if you said no you're not respected. You you're being shown. You're being picked on. You know, not just by uncles, but cousins right. or what so forth. Right. Um, but even when we even go to constructive stuff, um, like making good grades, yeah, or actually reading. You know what I mean? You get picked on for that. You you're know, a, a lot of people that actually, you know, get yeah, you're a nerd. nerd. You know, um, and that happens. It happens in all cultures. Um, just like um. You know, it, it happens all over, you know, but, um, you know, in, in our culture, you know, it's, it's prevalent there too as well. Um, and it's, it's a huge obstacle um, from an individual becoming whom they really could be, you know, or better yet, who they would choose to be rather than someone else again choosing for them, you know. Yeah. Um, I'm going to read something real quick. Um and this is from Afro Black Media Authority. Um, Afro, it's a website called Afro. It's um, the Black Media Authority, that's what they call it. It's an article on there to say, in the, de in the defense of the constant struggles of black men, um, this article actually written by Dr. Dennis Walter Smith, Sr. And I'm just going to read the, the, head, the um, first few, few sentences. The deep psychological anguish endured by black men from the time of slavery will forever be the mental shackles that holds us in bondage and the social marquee stigma that reminds us across all boundaries. The fruition of limited social reward has definitely become a driving fuel of our perseverance. I mean, let's face it, we're not overly hung in the city's midtown section any longer. What that mean to you, man? What what that mean? That that basically saying everything that we just said, but you know, in a in a book term, in a nerd term. And what was the point? What was he saying in that? He basically saying that our psychological anguish has come back all the way from the time of slavery that we have mental shackles that we have to break through because of it is um the stigma that come from our history um but he's saying in society basically there's a breakthrough for us because we're not really down like we was i mean if you read the article you kind of get more into that but how do we get through that? Cause it, it ain't it, it do linguish. I don't care how successful you is, you always have that sense that somebody don't want you to succeed, or somebody hating on you, or you black is only so far you can go. I I, I can even go a little farther with you. It even felt at home sometimes. Yeah, but I, I I don't think um that that's it's true in some point. 
But <clears throat> soon as it's just like any other situation, man. As soon as we adapt our minds to realize that hey, somebody already don't went through this for me, yeah. and if they had. While they were slaves, and we gonna keep talking about slavery and all that type of stuff, they need to get their mindset like hey, if they if they had the 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 mind power to to work as a slave the way they did and to make it through that and suffer the way they did. Now I don't have to be a slave and suffer. Right. I, I it should be easy for me to sleep at night because I can go get whatever degree I want to go get. Without somebody holding me back, so I don't want to hear nothing about they holding me back because that ain't true. If you go want to go get a degree, you can get all the way up the ladder, all the way up to a doctor. So you can go get that. If you keep your credit straight, you gonna get whatever type of loan you want to get. Ain't nobody holding you back from getting no loan. So all that type of stuff, man. It ain't. It ain't. It yeah, it is some some resistance in some places. But at the end of the day, man, have I, I haven't seen nobody that really wants something and that can obtain it the right way. I haven't seen nobody being held back yet, man. You hold yourself back by thinking, thinking like See, that. In, in the article, he's not saying that we can't um, overcome the obstacle. He's not saying that we can't go get it. He's saying that that stigma is still there. He's saying that. And that's why, that's why I said it starts in your mind. You gotta realize that somebody already went through this. So, yeah. so now I don't have to go through this. Now, yeah. but if I want to sit here and mentally allow myself to to restrain myself, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Cause yeah, some some of the stuff is true. Yeah, it is some still some racist people out there. It is some people that just gonna turn your way because of the color of your skin. Yeah, okay, it's still out there, but that don't mean you can't still legally uh, obtain yeah. something, freely I mean, obtain something. Then check this out, like, you know, with the racism and everything out there, you know, I mean, it just never crossed our minds, you know, in in, a, in an instance to provide for ourselves what we want for others. I mean, you know, if you, if if I'm, I'm trying to eat at your establishment, and I'm just talking in general, trying to hit on the mind thing, because it's all about what you value. What do you value? What, starting in your mind, you're going to tell yourself you will not be denied of it. You were given a life. Just like any other person on this earth been given a life. All right. So you you know, like they say you make the analogy, you probably would dealt different cards than that person. Person probably got a better hand. Um you just have to play your play your hand, man. Um but part of your hand is actually having your mind in the game that you can win. You it's a possibility for you to win. Um just like it's a possibility for you to fail. Um, you know. Go ahead. Well, you know, now nah, I'm I'm gonna touch on that, but it'll be from a, a slightly different perspective. Cause like, um, okay, so this, this is the position that I that I view it from. Okay, um, when we was um in the chain, yeah, cause I, you know, I, I I'm okay. I studied the, the history of things, and um, so when we was in the chain, when we were brought over here or what have you, um, you know, we were brought down to a a low state where we were working. You know, we were working for free. We weren't getting any pay. You know what I'm saying? Just working. But we were working for our slave master. Or, you know what I'm saying? Or what you would call on the plantation. So what I look at is, okay, since the, the moment they say, okay, you free. You know what I'm saying? We don't own you anymore. You're free to work. Okay, where where is the advancement that that is a whole that we have made? 
Because at that time, we was at, as a whole, as a people, we was at the bottom of society. You know, you know what I'm saying? We went, we went to, you know what I'm saying? When we was on the plantation, we went to Master Field to gather the cotton. We did the labor. Right. You know what I'm saying? They got the, they got the major. Yeah. You know, um, we got the, and we got the, the crumbs. I'm gonna touch on, I'm gonna touch know. on that in a minute. So I want you to bring that back up in a minute. I'm gonna go back to what G Money was saying. Okay. Um, and, um, boss man. Um, on that, I'm gonna read it on this article a little bit more, and then um, I, I'm just gonna read it. Then I, I'll make a comment. Say inherently, we are protectors and want the best for our children, our spouses, our future. Our continued struggles run deeper than what we experience outside of the home and manifest as distortion within our dwellings. Our children, especially our son, are resentful because we work hard to make them men in preparation for manhood in a brutal world. We are told that we are monsters because of the no tolerance parenting approach. We are undermined by our wives because in secret, she pampers our sons and motivates them towards a different direction than our in intent. We are hardworking black men that know the value of being strong in a white world. We teach our sons to control their lives and be productive. She tells them, I'm not saying nothing. Just wait till your father get home. We demand that they come straight home from school. She tells them, I'm not saying nothing. Just wait till your father get home. We stand them against the wall with our finger in their chest, dictating to them that disrespecting us as fathers will bleed into society and they will surely disrespect others. Black wives tell the black fathers, you're weak because you are too hard on our sons and you think you know everything. I'm going to start right though, because I don't want to get into too much about uh, how the women... Um, well, I'm going to read the next sentence. It says, the psyche passed down through generations of women seem to have distorted the thinking of our women due to us being whipped and taken from our families or us running off during slavery in the pursuit of making a better life for the family. The black man, we have enough to deal with in our society with constantly being profiled and followed by the police, not acquiring that good paying corporate job and that you are over or underqualified seems to be the normal employer response. To magnify the situation, black men have to come home to disrespectful children and a wife that constantly telling them what's not being done, why can't we have more, even those black men that are utterly educated, family-oriented, God-fearing, business owner, and politician have to endure from their wives this same unappreciative dialogue. Can this be the truism and the real depth of the angry black man? Dude, he said a lot. I don't want to even touch on that stuff, but I am. Um, it's a lot to deal with in society. It's a lot to go to work. Uh, like, 
um, what Moe was saying, you know what I'm saying, to feel with your hands, to get your hands dirty, to come home with a check that's not enough, to come home and to have to look in the eyes and the face of your children and knowing that you're doing the best and trying to provide better for them that you than what you had, um, giving them your your tired attention because you don't put all your attention on somebody's job. I mean, all of these are struggles, not just struggle of black men, but it's struggle of men. And then at the same time as a productive husband, a productive father to look over and see other brothers not even trying, man. I ain't even going to lie. That do hurt. And then they, they turn around to have women that uh, are, he said, unappreciative or, you know, always sound like he's saying nagging. I use the word nagging about things that we can't always control. I think that's some thunder, but the boss man is back, so I'm not going to even jump like that. Go ahead, boss man. So what was that guy's point? What was his point? It's yeah. saying he just basically saying that our as black men, a lot of time he he's saying that our struggle is it's it it's it's in it's inside the walls and not out then not not outside. Nah, That's, he's saying the, the all the obstacles they are real. Um, it's it's how we yeah, process they, them. Yeah. I agree with that. Um. For us, like limitations and stuff. I, I mean, we 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 can we gotta continue to grow no matter what. We gotta we can't put a ceiling on ourselves. That I agree with you on that. We got if you want it, but that, you that's dream why it, I, go that's for why it. I said, man. That's why I said we gotta go back to the breach on the railroad track, man. The breach in the chain, and start teaching these kids the value of the dollar. So that when you start making dollars, you understand your eye is on something right now that your the your the, the value in your dollars cannot obtain. Right. And you're gonna put yourself in a, a terrible situation for the next 15, 20, maybe 30 years if you're trying to if you're trying to obtain something that you're not really qualified to buy yet because you're not making that type of dollar yet so we can go back and teach what need to be taught then people can have that like like you made like the guy was saying trying to like whatever you said about getting something you know because you can't get it or you know you're working hard and but if you value a dollar man you can go obtain everything you need you don't need the the, the fences right, going a lot right. you just need a car to get a car with ac Heat, so your kids and your wife, everybody in the family be comfortable while y'all riding and get everybody to working back and everybody to schooling back. But that's the thing. We we overstep our boundaries because we want to please the neighbor instead of obtaining what our pockets can and handle. look like we got it all together. And look like we got it. Like, knowing you don't together. have it all together because that neighbor you're trying to impress, they far off from it. That's some thunder right there. So whenever we can go back and start teaching the basics of that first dollar, if you can get that dollar value in everybody's head at an early age, they'll learn how to save and they'll learn how to spend and what to spend on. 
and what's necessary to spend on. All right, I'm a, so that's where all that comes from. So let mo, I'm gonna that's move true. into um, Mo Alias. What his point was that okay, um, now you free. You're not a slave no more. You got opportunity to do something with yourself. Uh, what happened then? I would say this. Go ahead, go ahead and re, 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 say that again, what you said first. I don't want to be hitting off. I want to hit it on the head. Go ahead and say what you were saying again, um, Mo Alias. Hey, well, I just, I just continue on, you know what I'm saying, from a Like, okay, like we have the value of a dollar, right? You know what I'm saying? See, one thing we need to establish is unity. Because with unity and the dollar, you can go a lot further. See, we have to look at a lot of the way that um that the world operates, man. Like, let's say for instance, the bank, the banks work with the with the insurance people. They work with the um car salesmen. You know what I'm saying? They they have a whole and they they have a whole systematical thing that or uh, process or system where they operate with each other and they allow each other to continue to gain riches, their resources, and um, you know, like when we take our money, we'll put our money in the bank, right? We put our money in the bank to that we have to pay high interest loan in order even to, to even go out and buy a house higher than what what maybe they might charge um their cousin or their or their all or their right, friend. Right. Uh, you know what I'm saying? For the same I, I got thing. You. I got and you. I think that's something that we need uh, to Establish amongst ourselves. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm gonna jump into this. This is kind of hot. It might sting a little bit, but I'm gonna tell you that from the bottom of my heart, I'm gonna say this, and I really mean it. The reason why this is so is the same thing is when you in in let's just say bondage and you become free, and the instant that you become free, the reason why, the reason why you cannot move forward and have the things that you want is because of lack of vision. And I, I mean that in a, in a very good way, out of love. I say it out of love because what happened is when you get an opportunity to do something that you've never done before, or, have, or you find yourself, you've been in bondage, and all of a sudden you get free, all of a sudden, Everything that you dreamed of seemed to come available to you, but you never know how to get it. That's the re that because it's a lack of vision. Dreaming and vision are two different things. When you have when when you have a vision, it's a it's a, it's somewhere where you're trying to reach to, but there's steps and stages of how how to get there. That makes sense. Well, the first stage the first stage is believing. If you don't believe you're free, then you ain't free. That, exactly. I don't care what nobody exactly. says. If you ain't if you don't first, you got to believe. That I'm not a slave. And then start what? Okay. Yeah. Okay. So if you don't, first of all, believe, if you still believe in that you in bondage, then that's where you are because your mind now is in bondage. So first you got to free your mind of everything and you got to believe that hey, I can go get that degree if that's the degree I want. That guy over there got it. And ain't no reason why I can't get it. So you got to believe yeah, first yeah, time. Yeah. So we got to teach people to believe and if, you know, if they first believe yeah. it, then they, you know, then you're and not free. You know what I mean? You're right. Not, if you, you that's know, the, that's that's it. If you don't believe, you can't move towards a vision. Like you, you see something, or there's a path made for you. If you don't believe that that path is gonna take you there, you ain't gonna never jump on it. <laughs> like, are you gonna go? Yeah. 
I mean, tiptoeing to where you ain't gonna finish the destiny of getting them. Um, yeah. And I'll say this real quick, man. Uh, going back and touching some of the points um, about our history, what uh, Moelius was talking about. I mean, you know, none of us ever lived in those times, but you got to wonder to yourselves. Just think of this thought, man. You once a slave, and then all of a sudden, abruptly, from another person, you're no longer a slave. What do you do? I mean, this is all you ever knew. I mean, you know, you had to think that these people were divided in some sorts, where some actually thought they were free and would pursue but some people wanted to return to that old work, wanted to return to it because it's yes. all they knew. Um, it's kind yes. of sad, but it goes back to what that individual is our God-given gift, what we value. That's what free will is all about. Um, it's sad to some of us because we'd be like, man, I, I couldn't have done that. But um, I think, you know, that's the type of... Uh, uh, bondage, mental bondage in which, you know, people took with them that side and passed it down and down and down, you know, and basically became a trend. Like, but, um, you know, it, it stuff runs deep, man. Um, but it, it's, it's, you know, and going back to what, um, boss man was talking about the value of a dollar, man, you know, um, that value, you know, uh, money being saved and spent on uh, what you what you need it for um, or what you actually want, um, it all goes on down into the reality that you're living now. Um, you know, me with knowing the value of a dollar with $10,000 in my pocket, um, I know that I can't get any vehicle that I want. But what's valuable to me at that moment is to get the point A to point B. So me going and buying a car for $5,000, that's like a Rolls Royce to me right then because I just got the privilege and, and the uh, to live that existence to be able to travel from point A to point B. But I don't think any one of us sitting on a million dollars would be able to say that we'll go get a $5,000 car. Probably so. But, you know, I, I wouldn't say that you'll be wrong if you went and got you a $20,000 car. If you send on a million dollars because now your value has changed and you're able to afford it. You're not you put knowledge with it. You, you're 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 stretching it out to make sure that you're not, you know, going through it or whatnot. Um, and it lasts not just for yourself, but for generations to come, because uh, it, it should be about growth, you know, and making sure that that money actually is a gift to your children and children's children on down the line. It, it, the show don't stop with us, man. Yeah. Um, I'm going to turn it a little bit on a positive note. I know money kind of make you funny, make you feel a little funny. Um, <laughs> here's an article basically saying, um, talking about history over time, how, how we as black people have progressed. Um, 60 in 1940 60% of employed black women worked as domestic servants today the number is down to 2.2% while 60% hold white collar jobs it's a big difference um in 1958 44% of whites said they would move if a black family became their next door neighbor today the figure is 1% no, that had nothing to do with anything. In 1964, the year that the Great 
Civil Rights Acts were passed. Only 18% of whites claim to have a friend who was black. Today, 86% say they do, while 87% of blacks assert that they have white friends. Um, progress is a largely suppressed story of race and race relations over the past half century, and thus it's news that more than 40% of African Americans now consider themselves members of the middle class. 42% own their own homes, a figure that rises to 75% if we look just at black married couples. Black two-parent family earn only 13% less than those who are white. Almost a third of the black population lives in suburbia. Um, I think that's important, man. Uh, the reason why I say I think that's important is because in some of our people's minds, we always compare ourselves to what white people are doing. Um, just by these statistics, it shows that the opportunities that been we've been um, since slavery, we have taken some opportunity and taken advantage of them. Uh, a lot of time, what we see in the news and the media, it displays us to be horrible people. Um, it shows that in, in media, they show that we have bad taste in things. Right here, it's showing you that statistically, we have black families that have two-parent homes. <laughs> so, so if we really start looking at the numbers, we are better than what we credit ourselves to be. And I ain't saying just me, myself. I mean us as a whole of people. Like, the media always showing us the bad, and we start thinking that all of us like that, or they display that all of us like that. It even said to the point to where, at one point, white people, 86% <laughs> would not want you as a neighbor. So now it's down to one percent. Like that's that's uh, it all. It also depends on where those numbers yeah, that, are taken from. I mean, it's 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 a lot yeah, going the, on there. But I I do feel like you know in some senses in some areas it has gotten uh, better as far as the way other cultures feel about blacks. But um, you know, it, it's highly suspectable that they you know got those numbers from you know. Um, chosen areas, right, you know, right. I think they would have got a different yeah. result if they would have went but, to certain areas. They know where to go, where not to go to get but, those But check it, though, G. But, I'm, I'm, but not, not taking away from I'm, go ahead, I'm go saying ahead. this, and this, that's why I say it's a flip side. It's the perspective of how we look at it. Like, if you would have looked at these numbers, you would have thrown you off like, nah, that ain't true, that ain't true. But if we look at ourselves, like, Come on, man. We we gotta think better of ourselves. Like like um boss boss God said, we first got to believe. If we don't believe we any better race than any other race, then if we believe that we are the worst race, then come on, man. We gotta change how we think. If we think that we are the men that can lead our family, our women, our children, then we first got to believe it, man. Like it's I'm I'm gonna say that. Hold on, I'm gonna say this right here. Um, you know, like I don't even like, I don't even like talking about stuff like this. To be honest with you, but I'm, I'm gonna say this right here. Going back to slavery, 
Okay, we was in, we was held as slaves. We was in bondage. Okay, whatever, whatever everybody want to say about that. Okay, we was freed. Okay, from the moment we was freed, it was still resistance from certain people that didn't, they didn't want us. Exactly. Okay, so we were still right. fighting. Okay, then the world evolved into sports. Okay, so we got basketball. Okay, okay a league that even they wouldn't let us in. Okay, now we dominate the league. Football, a league they wouldn't let us in. Right. But now what? Now we dominate the league, right? Okay. College football, Alabama. Uh-huh. We couldn't even get we couldn't even get a scholarship at Alabama. But now what? It's all you see on it. Ninety six percent of the team is what African American. So if you look at what's going on, it will go back to what we were talking about earlier. Um, from I think from where we were then. How have we evolved as a whole? <laughs> We're still evolving uh, at a rapid rate. We ain't done yet. You know, places they didn't want us. We're not done because, dude, it's going to be a hundred more generations before it's all the way. We, we won't even see it. But, but we have seen the mega stages in, in everything, man. Look at the sports, man. Every sport, when we, we get in it, okay, we take over. You know, we, we, it's us. It's our sport. It's what we you know, it's us. So I just, you know, we we, we got to get let people see that. Look at those numbers. Yeah, that you know, they can't, you know, and that, so that's what we are, man. We, so it ain't it ain't that we are a better race, but you know, our mind is made up mentally that hey, I'm I'm gonna achieve this. I'm gonna be the best at what I do. Okay, and 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 we and there's no room for nobody else to do it because we have have moved into almost every position. Yeah. They what they did then what they tried to stop us from being the coaches. Now what coaches. you got more coaches? Okay, so it's there, yeah. man. So there, there, it's there. Yeah. there, there have been um progress. Go ahead, Mo Alias. We're gonna get ready to wrap it up, man. This a topic yeah. is real broad, right. and we made some good points. After um Mo get ready to touch on this, we're gonna let the boss man do his thing. Go ahead, Mo. All right. Yeah, I was. Hey, I was just gonna touch on, on on the places where we don't already achieve, but you know it, it is good. We have come a long way, and I think I think we need to take our expectations and our limits up 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 yeah. higher. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Until we in a position where, you know, where there are laws and things passed, we're the ones who right. um decide what laws those are. You know what I mean? You know, uh, uh injustices going on. And we're the ones who, um, you know what I'm saying, can make sure that justice is served. You know, when we reach those 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 points where we know that, you know what I'm saying, families are going to be out here secure, the children are going to be secure, you know what I'm saying, the mothers and the dads, you know what I'm saying, everybody, you know what I'm saying, can be, can, you know what I'm saying, be at peace. That's when I feel like we don't, you know what I'm saying, we, we finally made it, you know, well, where we can, um, not only financially, but we can provide security. You know, but we don't have these um sprees of 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 injustices going on, promoted all up everywhere. You know what I'm saying? Well, we don't have that because we know. Well, you know, uh, okay, if something happened, it's gonna be dealt with justly. Yeah. You know, then once we reach that, that's when we we reach. Yeah, you know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah. You know, I, that total freedom. I, I, I feel you on that. that total freedom. Um, Hey man, like I said, man, this is a 
big topic. I'm glad we touched on it, man. Um, we got some good points from um just starting off with money, then talking about um desiring our women, um, then talk about the lack of vision. I, it's a big topic. Now we get into injustice, man. It's a big topic. For the stamp of approval from a boss that can do it. If it gets through the maze of my mind, then I'll approve it. Boss man, time for the stamp of approval from a boss that can do it. If yeah, it yeah, 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 mind, yeah, 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 we was talking about the value of the dollar, the value of the dollar. So write it down, take a picture, keep it in your pocket, pass it on to the next brother. The point is that uh, it is don't value what's in your neighbor's mind, but value your dime. That's our first point. Uh, Say it one more time. <laughs> Just like our boss. Don't value what's in your neighbor's mind, but value your dime. There you go. There you go. That's thunder. Our second point for our brothers that still trapped in their minds mentally for being in bondage. For all my brothers that are in mind bondage, believe that you are not in bondage and let it go. Let it go. Got to climb up out of that. Yo, 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 yo. Check it out. It's that time. I want to thank you for coming through and chilling with us in the hood. I want to thank you for the time that you spent with us. I hope you got something. I hope we put something on your plate that was good to you. I got my boy G Money. Go ahead, G. Yo, yo, yo. Yo, yo, yo. Thanks again to all our listeners out there. Uh, we are open wide open for your feedback comments and you can give us a call and leave a voicemail at 678-435-9076 again that's 678-435-9076 you can also reach us by email at bannerbrothers that's spelled with a z at the end pod at gmail.com hit us up let us know Appreciate that G Money. Got my boy Boss Guard that just hit you with that thunder. And I want to thank my guest, my guy, my brother, Mo Alias, my G. Hey, bro. Oh, yo, I appreciate yo. you coming on the show. I want you to come again, appreciate man. Appreciate it. Anytime. Um, Appreciate it. Anytime, man. I appreciate y'all, man, for letting me on, man. Yeah, man. You know what I mean? Y'all be looking out for. For my little, my new CD, man, you know, it be called Light in the Dog, man. Y'all be looking out for it soon. Soon, soon. And I appreciate y'all, man. Yo, man, you know, you know, um, being, um, Boss Goddard, man, you know, we some producer, man. We'll be glad to work with you on that project, but we ain't gonna, you gotta promise us that no, 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 no intro, no, um, opportunity for us to get on there, man. But we, we we some producer, man. We'll be glad to help you out with that. And that's anybody else out there, man. Oh, hey, yo, check it out, it. man. Thanks for listening to the show. Band of Brothers Podcast. Please subscribe. 
iTunes, Spotify, TuneIn, Google Podcasts, whatever, SoundCloud, hey man, subscribe, listen for the next episode, we right here man, we your brothers, we got your back, we want to inform you, encourage you to be stronger, be more mindful, do the thing man, be an icon in our community, cause we need you, alright man, out. Yeah, 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 yeah.